Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco. Thanks again for being a part of this journey. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm glad to have you here, and I hope you guys enjoy episode 67, where I get a chance to sit down with the Fennell family, and Janae, the mother, Jaya, who's 15, Jace, who's 11, and Merle, who's 10. And these, you know, talk with not only the mother, who's an entrepreneur, but these young kids that have really, you know, kind of taken the lead to say, hey, you know what, I want to do something a little different in my life as well. So with a little direction from their mother, and and even Janae goes in this a little bit, where the kids kind of took this on their own. They write the books themselves, you know, uh, uh, Jaya with the face painting and and stuff like that. Like they're doing a lot of these things on their own and trying to, you know, help grow the business and, and kind of, you know, carve out a path that they want to carve out in their lives. So I think it's really inspiring what Janae's trying to teach her kids that you know you can create your own experiences, you can create your own life um, that you want. You just got to put in the work, right? And it's got to be something you're passionate about. And that was why I want to have them on this podcast. I like the positivity. I like the direction they're going. Um, so having the chance to meet them up at the Next Gen Summit, um, I was like, I got to get you guys in the podcast and chat with you a little bit further. So here they are. Um, as a quick sidebar, I did want to give a huge shout out to the next-gen community, um, especially the co-founders, Justin and Dylan. Um, What they've done over the last five years has just been incredible. Um, I was able to go to the next-gen summit the first time this past June, and it it was life-changing for me. Um, And I know for a lot of the folks I talk with that have been there, um, it's life-changing for them. And if you're an entrepreneur or founder, uh, gosh, if you just, you know, want to do something a little different with your life and, and you have some ideas but not sure where to start with it, I definitely recommend to check out NextGen. NextGenSummit.com is their website. Um, they have different events across the year as well. So even if you don't go to the big summit event, maybe you go to some others as well. But um, just a great community. Um, a lot of folks that want to give back, want to help. And um, it's been really awesome to be a part of that so far. So I'm looking already forward to the, the NextGen Summit 2020, um, which is like 10 months away. So um, anyways, let's jump into this episode. Um, I'm excited for you guys to listen in, talk with you know my talk with the uh, Fennell family and some of the different dialogue we have. Um, I think it'll be not only inspiring, which obviously is something I always try to get apart with this podcast, but hopefully there's a little nuggets, a couple nuggets you can take with, um, whether it's for yourself, maybe it's something you can instill in your kids or whatever. So without further ado, let's jump into my chat today with the Fennell family. Let's get it started. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining this evening. It's a, pleasure to, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah, this is great having all you guys. Well, I was so interested to get your group on here, right? Your, your family on because when when we met at the Next Gen Summit, um, I had a couple people randomly come to me and they're like, hey, have you met those those siblings that have written books and stuff? I said, no, what are you talking about? And they knew everyone, a lot of people knew I had the podcast and whatever. They're like, you got to talk to them. They're, they're pretty cool. I said, all right, let's have them on. So it was awesome to meet some of y'all in person. Um, before we jump in, just because I know there's a few folks on the call, can everyone go around and I just want maybe just say your name and your age, because I know we got mom on the phone and then and then the three kids. So can you guys just say your age and, uh, and name just so everyone knows as we talk through who's kind of responding? Okay, so I'm Janae. I'm the mother of Fenella Ventures. And then we have... I'm Jaya, the daughter. I'm 15 years old. I'm Jace, the first son. I'm 11 years old. And I'm Merle, the second son. I'm 10 years old. 
Jace, you and I are going to get along because I, I was a middle child as well. So uh, I, I, I get it. I know how it is. Uh, <laughs> but um, so let's start. Jay, can I start with you? Because because one of the things I saw when I was doing some research online was I'm curious and I want to go into a few different avenues. So apologize for the tangents. But I really want to start with the because because you started with the face painting. Right. And that were you the first one to kind of get in in this kind of entrepreneur mind of doing the face painting? Where Am I right on that with the research I saw? Yes, you are. So okay. I'm. I became a school teacher. And when I became a school teacher 10 years ago, I started to learn how to face paint as an incentive for the students in my class. And I started doing it at a local restaurant. And my daughter, who was nine at the time, she picked up the talent. So she learned how to face paint when she was nine. So it was she and I going around doing face painting when we would travel and at, and at, at different events. And how long did that take her to, and if she wants to obviously talk about it, she can, but like how long did that take her to kind of get the skill of face painting? I have no idea of how long it takes to be good at face painting. So educate me, please. Well, I started face painting when I was nine years old. Of course, I was terrible when I started. Um, It took me about maybe three years to like get the gist of everything and learn how to do all the faces, like all the options that are on the board. Um. It's really difficult at first, like, I'm an artist and it was still difficult for me, but once you keep doing it and you're consistent with it, it gets really easy and now I'm a pro. So what was the, um, I'm curious, so would you go to these different events or do face painting, was it more like, hey, we're doing this as a team? Was it, were they, were people like skeptical, like, wait a minute, you're gonna bring a nine-year-old to do face paint? Like, I'm curious how that came across, at least in the early stages of it. Yeah, so... When we would, me and my mom would go to like different parties. They would always try to go to her line and try to get her to face paint because they didn't think I was as good, obviously, because I'm a kid. But once they see my work, they will all be like, I want to go to her. I want to go to her. What do you like most about like why face painting versus other things that, that you could do? What what was fascinating about the face painting that, that intrigued you? Well, I could always draw. So then I got interested in painting since my mom was doing it. Um, we really like it because it's joyful. It makes people happy. Whenever we go to an event, we're usually the last ones there because people are like, oh, my gosh, can you just do one more? Can you just do one more? And it really brings joy. Yeah, that's really, well, yeah, I love, and I have a seven-year-old, so I know, you know, he loves face painting and loves to get that stuff done when we go to different uh, parties and stuff. So yeah, that's really neat. And now, so I'm curious, because obviously one of the big things I want to talk with you guys about, about these books and kind of authoring these books at such a young age, did the face painting book come out first? Was that the first book that came out or was there, no, was that? It wasn't actually, um, Jason. The first book that came out was my book about traveling to Hawaii with my family, Journey Through Hawaii with Jace. And then from there on, my brother was inspired by me and came out with Texas. And then the series progressed. And then after that, my sister came out with her book about face painting. And my mom came out a book about my mom came out with a book about motherhood and raising three entrepreneurs. Well, so let's, Jace, let's start with you then. So what, tell, tell me about the trip to Hawaii. Why did that inspire you to write a book? What was, what was it about that that you thought, hey, I'm going to write a book? Because this was a couple years ago now. So you were probably what, 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 what age were you? Get, get, set the table on that. 
I was nine when I wrote my first book, Journey Through Hawaii with Jace, what really inspired me was that I always loved reading. Like ever since when I was maybe six or seven, even wherever we would go, in the car, on the go, in a place, anywhere, in an event even, I would be reading the series Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And from there, it went on to other books and other books. And I got really in the field of reading. And I thought maybe I could write my own book. But what about? And my mom said, we travel a lot. And that will really that was what really boosted the travel books and everything. And so you guys decided, because you were showing me a little bit of next gen something, which I think is neat. It was something, mom, you probably remember this. I know when I was younger, right? We had these, the choose your own adventure books. Those seem to go by the wayside, but this, that's what your book is about. I really, it's really neat. So how did you come up with that? Like, why did you want to go that route of the choose your own adventure and kind of have people flip to different areas? Tell me a little about that, you know, kind of the, the genesis of it. Well, whenever we go on trips, it's kind of like we have a lot of money, even though we really don't. But it seems like we have a limited amount of money just because we do so many activities. So whenever we go on a trip, I ask the kids, you know, what do you want to do first? Do you want to go and grab a bite to eat or do you want to go see the waterfall? And they would pick and decide together um, as a family what they wanted to see first. And Jace decided to incorporate that into his book. But why did you want to incorporate that into your book, Jace? Because, like, I chose to put that in my book because I didn't want it to be just like an ordinary book. A lot of kids think that it's not fun to read and they think that's oh, something that I don't want to do. So I wanted to add a feature to my books and to the rest of the series that made it more fun and intriguing and now now merle when you launched your book next did you were you trying to follow, follow the same mold did you try to do some different things with it tell me a little bit about that um about yours and, and that launch as the youngest of the family i usually follow my biggest uh, siblings <clears throat> so i was just kind of following after my brother and my mom helped me out write the book yeah, so let's talk about that. Jenny, if you can talk a little about the, the writing process, like how did, did you let them kind of just write at will and then you came in to help them kind of edit it later on? Were through the process, were you kind of giving them guidance? How, how did the writing process, because I'm really intrigued. Again, one thing that's, I, I was, it was so incredible. I want to talk with y'all is just the fact that, you know, again, having a young son and being around a lot of parents with, with younger kids or kids in general, um, they don't always get that encouragement to think, hey, there's like, hey, they're a kid. No, I think kids are pretty cool and they can do a lot of stuff. So can you talk a little about that level of actually how much guidance do you give them and where did you let them kind of go out on their own and, and kind of explore how they wanted that book to be? They can. I think it's so important that parents listen to their children and allow them to follow their passion currently at the age that they are instead of waiting until they're older. Um, that the chance, like just like the podcast, you know, the title of it is just get started, like just get started at nine, just get started at 11, just get started at whatever age that you have this idea or this initiative to do something because it can change the world. But when Jace came to me and spoke about Hawaii, he wrote everything out and then I kind of tweaked it and edited it when he was done. And then we looked through pictures together and um, decided which picture was going to go on which page. And the whole process was kind of new to us because we had never, you know, published a book before and we self-published. But um, 
Can you so, share that? Can you share that process a little bit with the self-publishing? What what you decided to do? How did you go about that? So basically, we pretty much we found the illustrator to to do the pictures, and like even now we illustrate and publish for clients. So. We're working on um, doing online face painting courses. Jai is going to work on a course for that to teach other kids how to face paint and to have a business. And then um, the boys and us as a family are going to help people publish their books to make their dreams come into, you know, actual product that they can share with the world. But um, you pretty much just research. You pretty much just research the different um, self-publishing platforms so i mean there's different ones like lulu or you can go through amazon or you can go through um you know different ones that's on online but um we self-publish through amazon ourselves and and tell me a little about the you know so you you said are you writing a book now about from a you know parenting over from entrepreneur standpoint or is that out i didn't i didn't see that tell me a little about that endeavor so I have a book called Hope and Happiness, and it just talks about the different philosophies that we do as a family and how I encourage them and just how, you know, Christmas is not December 25th. Christmas is every day. You have to enjoy life to the fullest. And it's the kind of models that we go by. Um, the, my book is Hope and Happiness, and the kids inspire me to write the book just because I'm always getting the question of, like, why did your kids decide to write a book? or where how did you train them or how did you you know allow them to pursue their passions or like what does your family do as a whole so just a lot of intriguing questions led to me writing a book and I guess I was inspired by them because I never thought that I would become an author what spawned that for you because obviously you know having some of that the different thoughts of you know hope and happiness and I and I love that just that mantra there of like kind of it's, it should be every day right um where did that come from for you was that had you always kind of come from that with your upbringing is that did something change that um you know that that thought those characteristics to say hey you know what life is a little bit different tell me tell me a little about your background I guess with that well, actually, no. Um, what I'm working on is breaking generational curses, actually. I grew up in a single-family household in the inner city um, project of Delaware, and my father was incarcerated for 12 years, and my brother was incarcerated, and several other members of my family, but I was able, you know, not to go down that path by getting educated and just had the self-motivation or um, to want a better life for myself. And in doing so, I feel really confident and happy that my children won't go down that path of, you know, crime or doing something illegal to to cause themselves to, to be in a negative situation. But through my trials and tribulations of life, and I have so many, um, I've learned to to trust God and have the faith that he's going to allow us to be where we need to be when we need to be there. So even when Jace came to me to write this book, um, it kind of like trickled down really fast. And we didn't think that he was going to be on the news and the newspaper speaking to us kids and inspiring so many other children to write books as well. But I just think that it's very important to have an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, when I was younger, I sold candy in seventh grade. And then when I was in high school, I was selling sneakers. And then I went to drapery school. I went to real estate school. I was always trying to find a path of entrepreneurial 
um, ship for myself. So just to instill that in my children at an early age, it gave me great joy and great pride to know that they can create their own future and have their own destiny and not rely on, you know, a boss to make that happen for them. And, and I'm curious, I'm going to take a little tangent off the road here for a second, um, as I do. How open are, so obviously you're sharing some of those, you know, those past, um, you know, events or challenges, things you went through when you were younger. How open are you with with the kids in terms of that? Because I, I feel like a lot of parents shield their kids, almost like, I don't want to talk about this. But I, th- I think some part of it is good. I, can you share, I'm curious, just how open you are with that? How much do you guys talk about that so that they don't go down that path and, and they kind of look at life a little differently? I think so many parents shield um, the past from their kids. And in my opinion, it's not good. But I have friends who who believe that, you know, that philosophy works for them. But my perspective is whatever you believe to be true, no matter what it is, it will be true. So for me, I'm open and they know everything. Um, any situation that we go through or any circumstance, they they know all about it. And I tell them so that they way, that way they are aware and they can make better choices to avoid it. So I feel like I'm a warrior and I'm strong and that if I go through an obstacle, why have them go through that same obstacle? Like avoid it. Um, I, I tell them everything. They know everything. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Well, I'm curious, and, and maybe you know, each of the kids, give me your uh, your thoughts here. What's been the coolest part of this this whole process? The last couple of years, kind of launching the books. What, what's your maybe your favorite part about it? Is it reading to the other kids? Is it writing? Is it what are some things that you guys like the most about the the process you've been going through? For me, the coolest part or best part is like actually reaching the kids and reaching the kids and educating them and letting them know that there's a whole world out there that you can see and learn about different cultures and other stuff like that. For me, it's definitely letting kids know that it's never too young. Kids like see us, oh my gosh. He's the same age as me. That means I can do it. So whether you want to be like a doctor or a lawyer, you can like start now, like maybe try out of some camps or different things, like get started now. Don't wait. Cause I even see adults that wait, like when they're older, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that. Do it now while you can. That's why our motto is live life to the fullest. We're telling people do it now, live your life. Tomorrow's not promised. And for me, I'm trying to say, like, family should travel more because traveling is important in life, and you need to see the rest of the world. Like, just staying at one place, that's not going to help you. You need to see the rest of the world. Yeah, that's re- that's really good. Janae, I want one, one thing I wanted to ask you was, how do you balance? Obviously, you guys are trying to grow business here, right? And the kids are writing stuff. You're doing events. You have a lot of other initiatives that you're trying to do. How does the how do the kids manage their day to day school work? I know that's a big thing and, and whatever. Is that is it kind of after school stuff? Is it weekends? Is it tell me a little bit about that balance there? Because I'm sure some other parents would be interested to hear how, how things are balanced or shifted. Yes, yeah, so they they usually do things after school. At one point we were um homeschooling. I was homeschooling them for a couple of months. And that was better because it gave us more of a flexibility to, you know, to work on it more and then do academics as we feel fit. But I kind of believe that 
learning takes place beyond the classroom. It takes place when you are traveling, when you are learning about new things, when you are actually, you know, using it in life circumstances. Um, like you can learn how to add and subtract, you know, at the supermarket. So why not be in Japan and counting money or exchanging your coins and learning at the same time versus learning paper and pencil? Like I was even saying how one time um, Jai and I, we had went to Europe and she climbed the leaning Tower of Pisa, but most people are reading about it. Like you, you can count the steps yourself. You can find the history of it yourself. Like you're going beyond reading the book, but the kids are in school. Um, they're going to school next year. And again, we'll just, you know, look at our schedule and see if we need to go somewhere. It's probably on the weekend or after school or before school. But we're really trying to get the books into schools as a curriculum so that kids can see my children and be inspired by them. So hopefully we can get it, you know, around the world. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Now, you guys have a part of the the business, right? I, and tell me if I'm wrong on this, is that you can have kids send you their stories and create them into books. Is that right? Yeah. So now we're doing publishing for other kids and we can help them along the process. So that way they can have their own books and be advertising it as well. Um, we even started doing animation advertisements where we can take businesses of people and have them do a recording, a video of them talking about it. And then we can turn them into an animation through through the process for them to place on social media or their website or, or what have you. And do they just come with you with an idea then or do they have to have some sort of book written? What, tell, me, tell us a little about that. So if someone did want to reach out. Yes, either or. So we can help you with the writing process and you can come with your format and we can kind of tweak it. But if you have it already written, that's fine as well. And then we can come up with the illustrations and we'll get your approval. We will put our insight on it because creatively um, people think that I'm doing the work, but these kids, they, they know more than I do. <laughs> what's the um what's the marketing approach for for y'all because you mentioned going into schools and and i'm sure that grassroots type is is there anything else you guys are trying to do or trying to be creative on in terms of marketing and kind of getting it out there well we really want to do sponsorships we want to meet up with you know organizations or companies who we could be brand ambassadors for them and help them get their brand out there and use us as you know a marketing device or marketing tool to help both of us grow together what about um so i have a lot of folks in the podcast that talk you know i i know being able to structure your day there's a lot of noise in the world there's a lot of things you get pulled in different directions but are there any like daily habits any routines that you all stick to um that make it so where you can do a variety of different things and, and not get bogged down with some of that minutiae um yeah one thing is definitely praying together like Maybe in the morning or just at dinner time or lunchtime, just praying. I like to set a schedule in the morning so we can kind of see what we need to get done. So that way we know what we need to work on. Um, like, for example, the Instagram for Fun Adventures, um, the format, it was not, there was no format actually. And Jaya, she erased everything and she started the format all over again. So she deleted all the pictures and she structured the finale adventures so it looks more um, appeasing to the eye and it looks great. And she had a lot more engagement when she did that and that was her doing. But we kind of like have family meetings and we discuss 
you know, well, what are we going to do next and who's doing what? And we'll help each other out to make sure that it gets done. Is but that like, do, do you whiteboard it or? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, do you like whiteboard it? Is like to-do lists? Is that kind of how it is? Like, hey, we got like, we got to check these couple things on the box today, like to keep you structured then? Yep, exactly. And then um, we, we do a lot of spontaneous things too sometimes. So we might be like, hey, let's, you know, hop in the car and go here or go there. And that makes it kind of fun. Like today I was going to surprise them and drive them down to the state fair. But when I checked my account, I wasn't able to do that. <laughs> But they were happy. <laughs> so, so where are you all? Like, tell, tell me the next like travel place you guys are excited to go. Where, where's that? What's on the radar? Um, one of my big travel places will be Japan. When I find out that that we're going, I think I might like scream my head off. I'll be so excited. Oh, to go to Japan. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there as well. What is there anything particular in Japan that you want to see? Um, well, I really like the culture and the anime. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That'd be a that'd be an awesome trip. That's a that's a long plane ride, so that'll be a <laughs> you get on one of those big dreamliners they have now. I guess you can sleep for fourteen hours or something like that. So, um, anything? What about in the states? Anything in particular that you guys can drive through that that you haven't been to yet? Um. Well, we've been to most of the states that we want to go to, but Las Vegas is one of them. And we are going to Minnesota in, like, next week, actually. We're flying to Minnesota for next the second gen. time. Next Gen is having an event in Minnesota, and we're and we're going there. That's right, the Next Gen event. That's right, Target Accelerators, I think, um, yep. is having that event up there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I wish I was able to get up to that one, but I'm not able to. So we'll have to catch you guys at the, uh, the summit next year, hopefully. Um, so let me ask you this. I, I, I want to... I want to really understand, and and again, everyone, I love to hear your advice on this. So what I generally like to do is kind of as we're nearing the end of the interview, really have like an open forum. And and since we have four people on the call, let's have each individual one, really to talk to an audience about maybe one piece of advice you live by. Maybe it's a quote that you specifically live by. Maybe it's something, who knows, it's something you could have learned recently, but that you want to share kind of as a lasting impression. Anything that you guys would uh, each of you share uh, with the audience? Um, I say that the quote that I live by will definitely be live life to the fullest. Like that's Fenella Ventures motto. That's really what we live by. Tomorrow's and promise. Like, know what's going to happen it could have anything could happen in 24 hours so live life to the fullest is definitely my quote that i live by if i had to say one thing to the audience it would probably be with christ anything can happen how about the cartoon so when we went to hawaii uh, we were gonna climb we was gonna climb this crater and i was like six so my mom said I couldn't go, and then she find, and then we finally convinced her that I can climb the crater, climb the crater, and I uh, beat everybody to the top. That's really great. That anyone else, any other insight or advice you'd share? Maybe something that you know has been impactful for you uh, along the years. Um. Never giving up is something that we also live by. It's probably because there's many like trials and 
tribulations and things that we've gone through in this business that we could have easily gave up, but we didn't. And if we did, we wouldn't be in the place that we are today. And this is me, Janae, the mom. And I would just say, listen to your children, follow their passion, support them any way you can, and to keep the faith. So we've had many trials and tribulations, and we still are going through trials and tribulations as we have this podcast. But ultimately, God has the final say, and we are strong believers that everything works out the way it's supposed to work out. And again, when you look at the when you look at it in that perspective, it's fine. Yeah, I, I love you all's positive attitude. It's it's definitely what this podcast is about, and uh, so I so so appreciate um, you know kind of that insight and uh, that positivity bringing to it. What are you guys the most excited about for the uh, for the Fenton Ventures going forward? Is there anything the next six months, year you like to share things that you guys are working on? So we just started um, an animation on YouTube where we're going to be interviewing different people. So the first episode is posted on YouTube and the kids, they did an interview with Barack Obama. (laughs) So it's kind of cute and it's kind of funny, but we're able to create whoever we want to have on the show and ask some questions. And the show is called Inspire because that's what we love to do. No matter where we are, we want to inspire people around us to do better. So that way they're living life to the fullest. And there's a message that the guest who is on the show, Inspire, gives to all our listeners for them to have a better life. Where can everyone find you online if they want to connect with y'all? So our YouTube is Finella Ventures. Our website is www.finellaventures.com. Our Instagram is Finella Ventures. Our Facebook is Fennel Adventures, and our Twitter is Fennel Books. Perfect, and I, and I'll link all those up in the in the show notes for everyone that's uh, that's listening. If you want to go check them out, so this was really fun. I was so glad to get you all on and uh, and chat through this, and it was like it was a good quick conversation as these always are. Uh, but I was appreciative of you guys kind of sharing your story a little bit and what some of the things you guys are doing, and and good luck to y'all. Um, I'm excited Thank to see so where much. your uh, trajectory goes from here. Thank you so much. Thank really you for having you. us. Absolutely. Thank y'all. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview and look forward to having you for the next one. And if you are getting value out of this podcast, please head over to iTunes, leave me a quick review, let me know how I'm doing. It's the only way I'm going to be able to make this podcast better each and every episode. And go connect with me online at Brian Andreco on Instagram or Twitter, or head over to my website, BrianAndreco.com, where I house the podcasts, you know, my CrossFit journey, a ton of blog articles. I even have a now page to kind of keep people up to speed on the last couple months. Um, at worst, it gives my mom peace of mind to keep tabs on me and know that I'm doing okay. So I hope you guys continue to do great. Um, I look forward to having you on another episode and keeping connected online. Take care, have a phenomenal week, and we'll talk to you soon.